and welcome back to waves um as i bring this introduction this is a new version of me when i originally wanted to do a podcast i had many ideas of why i wanted to do it what i wanted it to be and over time some of those reasons have changed and with that i said to myself instead of me i should be honest and open and I want the podcast to reflect that. So, welcome to the rebranded Waves, the unpredictable podcast. I have a few episodes that I wasn't able to release. So, the first episode that I wasn't able to release was Violence is Not the Key. So, sit back and enjoy the 10-minute podcast on violence and how it impacts us as a generation. Good morning, good noon, good night. Welcome back to Wave Talk. So this is being recorded on the 4th of February, 2021. And as of right now, um, I am, as a Trinbeguinian citizen, a young lady's body has been found. I sat and I thought about what I could say, what I could do that would be different than what anybody could say. I could have posted up the regular hashtags of rest in peace and justice for. I could have. Oh, I could have. I could have protested in front, you know, the Red House or protested in front in the streets of Arima. I could have done so many things. But I honestly feel frustrated. And I don't feel frustrated as a woman, which I really think I should. I feel frustrated just as a human being don't get me wrong i get it like sociology is my favorite topic like subject i get the whole idea that everybody needs to have has a purpose everybody needs to do what they have to do to like function in a society but it still hurts in that we as a society as a community haven't done anything to minimize or mitigate our struggles I saw some people commenting, blaming our politicians and blaming the police. But but I'm wondering why they're not blaming themselves. Today, my word of the day is credibility. And for me, credibility and accountability go hand in hand. I, I hold myself accountable as a citizen of this country I live in that I could do more. I could... I could go on the street and I could protest. As I just said, I could do so many things. But what would that do to change the minds of a convicted criminal or a criminal that walks the street free? And that's the scary part about it. I think that as citizens, we fail to see that the change that we seek, not only must it start within ourselves, but we must continue it in our societies. I think that we need to put specific laws in place, not revising the death penalty, because man man doesn't fear death in such a way that it would be it would be placed upon them. Because that's what people fail to realize. Me saying, "Oh, let's handle the death penalty and give people the death penalty," doesn't mean that they're gonna be actually convicted of death. Because convicting somebody of death in a republic and in a country like a democratic country like ours 
whereby the death penalty has been abolished for upwards of 40 years, it's going to be really tricky, you know? Even in America, like, you know, how it is. Only people that end up on death penalty are usually people who kill kids, police officers, politicians, and they sometimes die of natural causes. So what's the actual purpose of the death penalty, you know? That'll be a topic for later. We'll think about it. But I think as a citizen, it really hurts to see the reactions from the country that I live in. I don't expect people to be as equipped with knowledge and forensics and like and criminology as myself, but I don't expect people to understand the effect that it would have. I think we're impulse people. I think that we work with impulse. We work with, I want this now, and we have to get this done now. Instead of thinking, why is it taking so long? We don't have the proper forensics here. We don't have proper investigations done here. And we will wonder why, and then we'll, we'll go on stage and be like, I regret it, though. That's, that's what police commissioner is not doing his job. And it, it raises the question of, is it that our police commissioner or politicians or police officers aren't doing their job or is it that we aren't doing our job because yes they are there to protect and serve but if we raised people or children right if we brought people up in a community and an environment where they felt comfortable to be themselves they felt secure why is it that crime is so rampant here and i as somebody who has younger cousins boys mainly boys i worry for them because is it now that i have to raise them to think well if your friend is doing things like this you shouldn't lie with them because you'll be associated even though i know my little cousins would never do something like this or i should raise my younger female cousins you have to do this this and that to protect yourself but when you do this this and that and the the murderer the rapist the the kidnapper goes against the re- the regular rhetoric what would happen because that's what they would say the young lady who got kidnapped last week she went into her h vehicle not a p vehicle she had on work clothes she was coming from work she wasn't working the streets at night you know she she wasn't you know this is not um jack the ripper 1860 she wasn't a prostitute she's a working girl who just got a degree and we're wondering now what can we do like as women because as women now oh we, we want to get pepper spray but my idea ideology of pepper spray would mean that we're weaponizing something we're weaponizing it in the sense that if we legalize pepper spray oh all killers or kidnappers or rapists can get pepper spray we have to then look at this as a societal issue this is not a political issue we need to look at it from what it is for what it is that we need to as individuals in a community work on our community we need to build our community we need to raise our men better and for those that are already raised we need to change their rhetoric we need to change their mindset i know that takes time that's conditioning but we have to make a start we can't just keep on putting these men in jail and letting them serve 10 years because by the time they come out they'll be 40 they could still commit a crime they'll be 50 they could still commit a crime some of them will be 30 they could still commit a crime crime doesn't have an age limit to it and until we as a community and as a society come together 
and realize that we have to make the difference. We have to educate not only ourselves on better better um, strategies to help ourselves, but we have to educate ourselves on how we can aid in eradicating or I don't believe in the eradication of crime, minimizing crime in our societies. We need to work on it. And it's not a walk in the park. Rome wasn't built in a day and crime cannot be minimized in a day. We have to realize that. We have to stop living in this fast culture whereby we believe that I want something today and the moment I say today, it will appear because that's not how reality works. That's how fast food works. But we're not talking about fast food. We're talking about a culture. If they say it takes 19 to 30 days for you to create a habit, how are we expecting that our society will change within a night? We have to change that mindset. And for that mindset to change, we have to educate people. We need to change the culture of the Caribbean, more or less the culture of Trinidad and Tobago, that age does not represent seniority or maturity. Rather, age represents a number in a system based on a demographic. There's a, a ratio, yes, but a 20-year-old can be more educated than a 50-year-old because if the 50-year-old stopped learning 30 years ago, he only has knowledge from what 1970 something that doesn't make sense we have to do better than that we have to make sure that our younger generations are coming up knowing that what's happening now is wrong and if we don't do that then we'll create a cycle we'll continue the cycle we'll continue to go from a lava to an egg to a lava to a caterpillar to a butterfly and at that point what is stopping us from just letting everything go again. And this is going to be like a quick little, a little, a little podcast because I, I, this is, this is going to be edited down anyways. But I really want for people listening to this to really think about what effect you have on society. What you contribute to society rather than what society contributes to you. Because that's not, that doesn't exist. You are what the society is. And if you realize that your society is toxic... If you realize, similar to a plant, if you realize that the soil in which your plant was placed in has worms and bugs and it's not not clean enough soil, you remove the plant, you change the environment. So why are we keeping the environment that we have now instead of making it what we want it to be? Or, more or less, what we as a country and a community need it to be. So, we've all learned something today. I think that with each podcast I do and with each day that goes by, the one lesson I've learned, especially with my degree, is that you can never stop learning. So, if you have any questions, any queries, if you have points you want to add, you could voice message and voicemail me, your message questions, and we could sit down and have a proper discussion. But I'm so excited to be back and... I just want to welcome everybody to the Waves Unpredictable Podcast. Bye!